Hey there, film fans. My name is Jeff. My name is Dave. And my name is John, and welcome back to The Love of Cinema, a pod in which we'll challenge one another to discuss movies, both new and old, with a strictly positive critical eye. That's right, and to avoid lazy negativity, we've decided to make this a drinking game. Mm-hmm. Mm. Any negative criticism about a film, while it's obviously allowed, and it may happen, it is frowned upon here, so we just very simply play the sound, <laughs> and then we take a drink, and that's drink. how we play the game. So, pour yourselves a glass and let's give it up for, uh, well, a film that we are about to talk about whether or not we love this week. Yeah, mm-hmm. well, surprise, mm-hmm. surprise, we were back to the cinema, so I have we no went idea. We to the movies. I have no mm-hmm. idea how you guys felt about this film. I hope you guys took no notes. I did not. So that not. you didn't light the screen up in nope. front of everybody else there. But before we talk about <laughs> these movies, let's send it over to John. For some these movie, <laughs> these yeah. Movie, yeah. <laughs> we have a we have a beer sponsor. His name is Carlos Barozo. His handle on Instagram is cbarozobar2019. If you want to give him a follow, some love over there, that is c b a r r o z o b a r two zero one nine. And if you're digging the music on this episode and every single episode, just head over to soundcloud.com forward slash dasign dash artist, and you can download all the music made by the artist dasign. And please, as always, like, love, subscribe, review, share, all the things. We are at The Love of Cinema, except on Twitter. We're at The Love of Cinema Pod, if you want to follow us there Mm. as well. Please hit us up on the socials. We'll get back to you. And now also every show we've ever done ever is on YouTube, some of them with video. Did you hear that, motherfuckers? Every show we have ever done ever is on YouTube. Follow us there if you want to listen and watch some You can go right back to the franchise face-off if you want. Yeah. Yeah, which is fun. I, I recommend it. We had a good time. Yeah. Jeff. I got called a lot of names. The best franchises are. I don't know if we were the best reference, but God damn it, we gave it all. We gave it our all. No, no, they're the best. They're the best. Yeah, that's right. All right. So we're gonna, in our midweek episode. So if you want to go through the feed, if you're listening to this here podcast in the future, we are going to, in our segment, should have seen that by now. We are going to see a movie that came out not too long ago. And our co host, Dave, decided to not see it. I just that never movie, got around to it. That movie Aww. is called Parasite. You may have heard of it after it won a whole bunch of Oscars. I was actually a little worried myself that it would have the the Oscars stink on it, you know, and everybody says mm. something's cool. And then immediately it's like it's like Olivia Rodrigo's driver's license. It's immediately not cool when everybody says it's cool. So we gave mm. it a little bit of a rewatch and Dave watched it for the first time. And man, he should have seen that by now. So keep your eyes out for that. Also, I'm going to go ahead early and tease next week in this episode because it's very, <laughs> very exciting for me. excited about it. Yeah, so coming out in the theaters this week is a movie that Dave somehow already saw because he's a sneaky motherfucker from Australia. <laughs> uh, he saw In the Heights already in theaters, <laughs> and that's coming that. out. That's coming out this Friday on HBO Max and in theaters at the same day. That is, that is this Friday, mm. June tenth. That is uh, In the Heights. So in case you don't know what that, that is, made by Lin Manuel Miranda, who wrote and. Uh, created Hamilton the musical so this yeah. is his first one so it's it's going to be awesome if you don't know the show it's going to be yeah. really good um, and then we are also going to be doing Singing in the Rain a movie I have never seen so we're going to have a little bit of a musical week next week Can't very very excited that. cannot seen that wait by now. to get into that alright yes. but first we're going to talk about A Quiet Place too. but as always people we need to keep you up to date with what we've been watching so please stick through this segment where Dave you tell us what you've been watching what have you been watching I, I, well, obviously this week, cause we're doing a quiet place too. I yeah. haven't seen the first one. Yeah. So I'm like, well, fuck, I better watch that before I go. And yeah, I, I rented that and sat there and sat down and watched that. And I was 
amazed. And uh, so I'll, I, I won't touch on it too much because we'll talk about that in a little bit of context with the second It'll one. It'll come up in conversation. Um, yes, it will. I also watched Greenland, um, right. which is the disaster comet film. That uh, I thought they were going to go bigger, and I'm glad they didn't. Hmm. It's it's not not quite what you expect. It's not the story you expect. Uh, cool. And I finally um, watched The Vast of Night. Ah! Did you like it? What'd you think? I did not. Ah. Did you dislike it or did you just not love it? I didn't love it. Um, I had I had issues with some of the camera grading, um, mm. and I had issues with like the pacing of it in certain sections. Uh, I loved the giant one through the town, but yeah, everything else it just felt like you were waiting for something to happen. So, mm. for, oh. <laughs> yeah. All right, well, I, I I I disagree. I, I agree with that. I think I just enjoyed that feeling. So there you go, movie fans. You can yeah, you experience the you exact like same it. emotion I mean, and like or dislike. You love it. the slow build. You love the slow build. <laughs> yeah, the tension yeah. was fun for me. What is this ten minute one telling me? I know. What, what the fuck yeah. are we doing? Not to give away the goose, because I do think everybody should go out and watch this movie. But did you enjoy what? Don't don't go into detail. But did you enjoy what they did with the special effects at the at the climax of the film? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, and, I that and was considering tasteful. yeah, considering how it was made and what what they were going for, it was like yeah, they they yeah. went as far as you'd expect yeah. out of that. Cool. What I did like um, the the lead actress who oh, yeah. sat yeah. there and held a one take for 10 minutes of literally just the camera on her talking, her talking on the phone the to people. man. I know it was and, so compelling. Yeah. And that was, that was a really good scene. She held that. And mm-hmm. it's not often someone can hold a one take that long on their own. So that like hats off to that in as a whole. I don't know. It was just, I, maybe I was in the wrong frame of mind, but it was kind of slow for me. 90 minutes yeah. in and out. I, hmm. you. I, uh, I had a busy week of, Family, family stuff. So I'm still going with Mayor of Easttown. Uh, I know it, the finale came out, so I'm working up to that and excited. Uh, and I rewatched. I had not seen this movie in like so long. The Devil's Advocate with Al Pacino. Oh yeah, and Keanu Reeves. You guys, that has that has some. Keanu really Reeves is really good in that movie. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's, it's Keanu Reeves. I understand maybe you like him or you dislike him, but I was actually really impressed with the work he did. Yeah. Of course, Al Pacino's thing... great. Of course, Charlie Theron's great. Yeah, when that thing happens fun. and he goes, whoa. Okay. Oh wait, that's every Keanu. <laughs> wait, I did. I, did you just quote yeah. every single movie he's ever done? No, honestly, but that yeah, was really no, fun. I did enjoy that's that. A, that's a like that's that's a movie that has some scenes where you're like, did I just see what I think I fucking saw? And you have to rewind it. Mm-hmm. There's no, some really yeah. good subtle work in that. Yeah, I enjoyed it. Jeff, you been nice. seeing anything? Did you did you I finish? Moved, I didn't time? have internet. No, because Chloe wants to watch it, so she's catching up. By next week, I will finish it, and I know that it's it's. I know there's just good 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 stuff coming. I can't wait. So. Mayor this week. Mayor this week. Okay, nice. let's get into the show, friends. So we're yeah, talking about A Quiet Place 2. We went to the cinema. We'll talk about that. But let's give you the, the hype. The movie. So this movie was supposed to come out in 2020. Thank you, SNL. <laughs> this movie was supposed to come out in 2020, of course. John Krasinski co-writed, co-authored, although it looks like he wrote the script, but the characters were not entirely his own. Sure. Um, and then he directed this film, got paid a boatload of money for it. It's meant to be a theatrical release, so he refused to release it in 2020. So they pushed it back a year. And good thing they did, because the whole theater was pretty hyped to see this, I would say. Um, it also co-stars his wife, Emily Blunt. Actually, it really stars his wife, Emily Blunt, as yeah. did the first one. Uh, and then you have a couple um, with a couple kid actors who are awesome. You have Millicent Simmons, Noah Jude, 
And then you have some familiar faces, including the scruffiest I've ever seen, Killian Murphy. Yes. And Jimon Honsu, you may remember from movies like Blood Diamond and Gladiator. He has a nice little nice little section in here. Scoot McNary and a couple other people that I thought I had recognized, but perhaps not so much. The premise, if you don't already know from the first one, is following the events at home, the Abbott family now face the terrors of the outside world. Forced to venture into the unknown, they realize the creatures that hunt by sound are not the only threats lurking beyond the sand path. So just a quick recap about what we're talking about. These potentially alien in nature or of origin creatures only are travel by sound. They kind of look like the weird things from Signs, but also maybe with a little bit of aliens in there. <laughs> and <laughs> they they hunt you if you make sounds. Everybody has to be quiet as fuck, which is why it's really fun in the theater, seeing a lot of people really nervous to open up candy. <laughs> and some people are just not nervous to open up candy. Some people are not nervous to open up candy. Yeah, but anytime yeah. you hear sound, it scares you way, way more than a loud action movie. Yeah, I, I will. So I will. One thing I will say about this is it. This the enjoyment of this movie really depends on everyone in the theater behaving themselves. Yeah, when I saw if, Paranormal like, Activity, people were shouting and screaming, and then other people were shouting at them to be quiet. Yeah. And then it, it, that's like what if I you're the, the movie. if you're the kind of person who has to comment or talk to their friend or can't resist checking their phone every fifteen minutes, this movie is not for you. Yeah. Do everyone a favor, Dave. stay the fuck home and drop 20 bucks on Cruella. Dave, Honestly, do you have a story to tell about your experience? At the I, I actually, it's, it's not that bad. Like my, my experience wasn't that bad. The, the guy two, three seats down from me, cause they social distance in the theater when you book the seats. Um, right. He was constantly checking his phone the whole way through. But at the start of the movie, I had a talker. He was, oh, he was a commentator and he was like mm. having, oh, yeah. that's for those cunts. No, that's for those yeah. cunts. That's for those fucking assholes. <laughs> I can't anyone. believe they did that shit. Are you drinking for him? What a man. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so generous No, because of how this story ends. He, uh, like we're in the first, first scene. The first scene of the A Quiet Place goes back to day one. For anyone who's seen the first movie, it starts on day 87, I think it is. It was a good, um, good choice. I think. And uh, it goes back to day one. It shows you the beginning. And this guy is commentating to his friend next to him. And I'm like, this is really not going to work when we get into the crux of this, where obviously there's a lot of this film doesn't have a lot of sound going on. Like this is not going to go well for me and I'm not going to enjoy this movie. This guy's going to be distracting. And then there's a scene right at the beginning where they get in the car and he gets out of the car and he walks down to a police officer. And I'm, I don't think I'm blowing anything because they've done like scene breakdowns of this online, but an alien just comes out of nowhere and trashes a fucking police car mm-hmm. from two seats or three seats down from me. All I hear is fuck me. <laughs> and that's the last thing I heard out of him for the entire right, good. film. <laughs> good. Good. Scared nice. him silent. <laughs> nice. Should we, should we gush that guy? No, I'm kidding. kidding. Uh, sweet. Well, no, I feel right. you, dude. Jeff, did you go to the movies for this? You had to, so, right? So because of because of my my life of, of moving, and then I had to go back to New Jersey to get some things, and I went to a party. I saw both of these movies in the last twenty four hours. Uh, so I actually went. I saw four fifteen showing today. We're here at it's it's about eight o'clock. So I just <laughs> saw this just fucking saw movie. This movie. <laughs> I just saw this movie. Man, Did you I got have time Mr. to change Softy. your undies? Uh, no, same undies, same <laughs> oh. undies, and they are soiled. Um, yeah, it was fun. Yeah, it was fun. Before yeah, initial reaction, strong. Really, 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 that's my gut feeling having seen this movie. I really enjoyed it. John, what about you? What was your gut reaction having seen this film? Me too. I uh, I think I remember feeling like the first one was not overhyped, but super hyped. So I went in with super high expectations and um, I wasn't disappointed, but I, I don't remember thinking like, oh my God, I fucking love that movie, but I really enjoyed it. I think this one might be 
more enjoyable than the first one for me. Um, if it's not, I don't even know. On a par, yeah. Like they yeah, did, yeah, yeah, yeah. They definitely went up. Yeah, yeah. This hangs. is this is this is my most. This is my best critique for what I can say. What John Krasinski has clearly proven he can do really well. He's done it twice successfully, I think. Um, he cut all the fat out of what is necessary to one tell this story, and two, not overindulge in the the pop out scares, which are you're pimped into a million times. That's what this movie is. Yeah. You know, they are pop outs. You're in silence, and then things happen. Even if you see something lurking, it's still not totally scary until it, it attacks. So he he weaves his way in and out of that really well. Uh, I do think there are some potential things for character development and certain aspects of story that I'll get into a little later that I maybe, because I don't mind a longer movie, I maybe would have enjoyed seeing, but I will still stand by what I said. I don't think it's 100% necessary, and I think he proved to you you're still going to have a good time watching this horror movie, even without that stuff. Then maybe another storyteller, director, writer would have maybe indulged themselves in. Um, I don't know about you guys, but I was kind of, I was intrigued by when, when Cillian, Killian Murphy said, um, you know, you don't want to know what happened to the, the people aren't, uh, the, the other people who survived aren't worth saving or, or a lot of them aren't worth saving. He's referring to yeah. other survivors in this world and how the, you know, this tra- giant steaming pile of foreboding right there. And it was, and it was. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. then I feel like the scene where they finally in a do good way. no spoiler. Yeah. yeah. No spoiler alerts here. They run into no. some people and I feel like there was some, I, I, I would, I think I would have enjoyed a little bit more of what happens yeah. to Those these people, people are and, a little bit, not fucking well. Yeah, it just seemed like that. It felt a little general. And then we finally make it to, uh, again, no hardcore spoilers here, but they finally make it to some kind of hopeful oasis kind of place where there are survivors who aren't, you know, bad people. And I don't know if they explore as much of the freedom of being able to live in sound and have uh, relationships as much as they could have. Um, So when I walked out of the theater, you know, with my girlfriend, I remember just kind of saying, I kind of wanted to see a little bit more of that. But... I got oh, everything I was looking for out of a quiet place. They just Whedon Justin's leaked you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think the timing though, still, I, I love bringing that up. Well, I, <laughs> I love that. I love. I know what you're saying. That I know what you're saying. But I loved the fact that at the time the movie came in, you're talking about a well-paced movie. Yeah. Um, we got to wrap this thing up. And also, what it what it did is is it allowed for the parallel um, scenes where there's two different pieces of action happening at the same time in two different locations that mirror each other. So cutting back and forth, you know, the way that a lot of good action movies do, but like, actually there were actually three at a time. And then the three turned into two because Emily Blunt was solo. The son and the baby were solo. And then the Oasis place. So you had three different set things cutting back and forth that were all happening at the same time. And I, he does that that, in one, right? And rather like I'm an hour in, you know, I like my short movies. The first one was 90 minutes, made $340 million, probably for a reason. And this one here is already well over $100 million worldwide. And, and that's in still hmm. the pandemic. I mean, 50 um, of that is in the US at the moment, just off US cinemas. I think, it's, I think it's higher than that. But anyway. Oh, last um, time I saw it was 48, like 50. Nice. Yeah. Uh, so they, so I just, I, I, I like the fact that we didn't get to celebrate it. The, right the now happiness. he's sitting at right now he's sitting at about eighty nine grossing in USA yes. <laughs> and cumulative worldwide he's almost to one thirty nine so yeah. he's doing pretty. And these are like well. the first budget was seventeen million. This one's not much more than that. So yeah, that, that's they're they're back. Well, no wonder they held out for a year. And then of course I'm sure Emily Blunt's getting her back end so she doesn't get her her natural Disney quote. Um, 
She's I mean, sensational also, on this. Okay, yeah, Dave, this, is a, this is a passion project for them as well. So kind of because he he wasn't even going to do this. Uh, Second one. He, yeah, he famously said like, they, "I don't want to do a sequel." There is, and the studio's like, "No, we've got to do a sequel to this." And they're like, "Can you come in and like?" tell us where you would take a sequel, give us some pointers of where where this world would go after this. And so he came in and he wrote down a little bit of thing for them and they're like, okay, so... Um, What's yeah, your number, so, John? But, give no, us a number, while he's write writing, it down, while he's writing a zero. Out, while he's writing out a little synopsis, suddenly he stopped and he's gone, oh my fucking God, I'm directing this movie. <laughs> because he came up upon how to extend that world. And it, I mean... In my that's opinion, some this... psychology from the studio there. Yeah, they, they're they like, psyched just, him. They really, they're just, like, just go yeah. there for a couple yeah, minutes. We're going to let someone else do it, but you can you just point us yeah. in the right direction. You know, just just give yeah. us a couple of notes. By the way, yeah, your yeah. household could make a hundred million dollars <laughs> off of this. So come on, let's go. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, <laughs> I want to. I just want to say up front, Millicent Simmons is yeah. a fucking outright movie star. Yeah, she's there's awesome. no denying it. Like she she was promoted to star, like almost star of this film. Yeah, uh, like if not equal, Emily Blunt of screen time and she nailed it every single time she's for the me oldest, there was she's yeah. a daughter the oldest the oldest child right she's older yeah. than her brother yeah uh yes 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 um i was really worried going in that chris krasinski wouldn't be able to make lightning strike twice and i'm just gonna buzz myself for that because <laughs> yeah no i was i was the worry was for nothing in my opinion this guy has nailed it the second so- time around there's um, some like really beautiful subtlety in the writing. Hang on. Yeah. And direction. Like they don't spell everything out. There's there's all this subtext going on. Like what they don't say speaks volumes, especially with Killian Murphy. Yeah. Um, a lot of the stuff that he doesn't say, and you just get a look and you're like, okay, there's something going on there. And they fill it in later. They do fill in the blanks. There's some really um like what they don't say speaks volumes and the discovery on the first floor uh later in the film like explains the character of Emmett's entire personality without saying a word and also sets up the climax of the film. So like there's all these little things where they're just feeding you and that you just pick up on it and pick up and you go, Oh, that's what that meant later. And it's, it's really well written and directed in my opinion. What did you like? What was it like having seen the first one? Because they do, um, they, not a victory lap, but they, they do, they do the, they do the thing that happens in sequels sometimes, but they cold open with, uh, either the incident or sometimes even before the yeah. incidents. But in this case, they go right to the the incident of, of what happened. And and it was cool. I, I would say, you know, the, the aliens probably broke out of that spaceship a little quick and for realism, but that's okay. Okay, that um, wasn't the only spaceship. You're right, right. Yeah. Okay, 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 okay. Um, how did it work having just seen it with the whole recap and everything? Did it did it suck you that back in or were you kind of like, yada, yada, yada? Because okay. there are, like, there's a couple of things where they just, they reference stuff in the first movie, but they don't draw attention to the fact they're referencing it. Mm-hmm. Um, and... It's like if you hadn't seen the first film, uh, so definitely watch the first film before you see this, but if you haven't seen the first film, you wouldn't understand like this, the scene where the sprinklers go off yeah. doesn't make you heave a sigh of relief as much as it would if you, if you had seen that and you know what that means. Yeah. Um, so the, I, I, watching them back to back for me was like watching one really long story that just got better and better. Nice. Hmm. I love that. Also, 97 minutes, so this thing moves. Mm. Uh, but yeah, uh, what I really loved about this one is kind of what I was saying before, is that the, the family was able to split up a little bit more, which they sort of did in the first that one. That was a but genius they, move. They, they hugged their property a lot. Like, they're, they're, hmm. you know, they're not allowed to make noise. And you had the bridge sequence. You had a couple travel sequences, which are really exciting. 
but it is kind of cool when the family's moving around. And, and also what's cool about the quiet element where everybody has to be quiet is whenever you hear sound, the other people nearby are going to hear it, you know? So it's yeah. like, if, if you're a mom, for instance, I don't know, let's just say Emily Blunt, and you're coming home and your son and baby are in a house and all of a sudden you're hearing noise, you, you, all of a yeah, sudden you're like, oh, oh. bad. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. And so like, and it, yeah, the thing cool. is, they make you such a part of that world. You have the same reaction she does. It's like, oh, fuck. Something's yeah, exactly. going wrong. Or you're just and, waiting to see it in her eyes. And of course, she's she's yeah. so good. Yes. Uh, my, I, I want to say the one thing I would say to everyone about this movie is this is definitely a film that was made to see in a theater where yeah. you can isolate yourself away from the world. Because there's one scene in this in particular where um, like, um, she wakes up and her implant, her hearing implant is gone. And the movie goes totally silent, mm-hmm. not a sound. And if you're at home, that's not going to impact you as much. Like the, the impact, the impact in the theater from that, you, you almost felt like you started to feel uncomfortable. It's like, there's no sound happening. There's nothing happening. Something's wrong. And I, I feel like that would lose something at home watching that yeah. at home. So de- this is definitely a film for the theater. Also, John, you can speak to this. I'm sure there's something about horror movies have to be acted well. They just have to be. They just they have to be because there's there's some kind of absurdism that you're toying with the entire time. These are the aliens from Science Cut Loose. They're not going to explain. They don't do what zombie movies do, yeah, which is they the zombie movies always bring the military in, and and so like you can start asking questions in this. Like, why doesn't the military start? blasting sounds to attract them all to one place and then nuke them there. The military was the first to go. Oh yeah. It's all, yeah, sure. (laughs) But you know, you know, that's always going to be the answer. But when it comes to this world, it's just these four characters now, it's their world that that we're living in and it has to be acted well. John, did you, did you think the performances hung up? I do. I think it's, and I remember, I mean, I still feel, and I felt the way about the first one. Like I kind of want a little bit more relationships. I think my favorite part of the first one, Sorry if you haven't seen it yet, folks, but John, John Krasinski sacrifices himself for his family, and it was an emotional high point for me. And I, I was a little, I was a little, I wanted, I wanted him to keep going with the drama of their relationships. Um, so to that point, I think anyone who takes a horror movie seriously as a director, writer, whatever, there is something really respectable about that. They, they just don't happen as much. And like, to mm-hmm. what Dave, what we've all been saying it's one thing to go to a movie theater and see a, you know, a slasher movie where it's kind of okay. If people make some noise, you're kind of going to listen to audience members scream and stuff. This one, I don't know about you guys, but John Krasinski actually opened my version of yeah, my movie. Yeah, I yeah. saw it down in Charlotte and he was just like, thank you so much for coming. You know, yeah, this is so cool. You know, I really appreciate mm-hmm. it, which it's kind of like a film festival thing. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so I felt kind of personal. It was they, nice they're doing that with everything that. at the moment. Oh, I'm sure. Thank yeah. you God for coming out. Yeah. But yeah, dude, I totally agree. The, um, the sincerity of the work makes a huge difference. I could not help. It's, it's not that I was not in the movie, but I couldn't help a few times thinking, God, that he's so fucking lucky. His wife is Emily Blunt. And that yeah. I guess he's friends with Cillian Murphy. And he got these amazing actors. Because what Dave was saying is true. I, I'm not calling John Krasinski out, but on the page, those scenes probably didn't read with enormous amounts of tension and drama. That was in the work. That was in the direction, mm-hmm. yeah. which I'm sure John had in his head. But he knew he had these actors where he could... He could linger when he needed to and just let them tell the story yeah. of how f- afraid they were. Let's be real. There's a lot of scenes in both of these movies where they're acting opposite fucking nothing. Yeah. She's in a she's in a basement full of water with nothing. There's a little puppet yeah. that sticks his head out every now and then. And Emily mm-hmm. Blunt's just giving you a fucking masterclass. So 
Yeah, I mean, uh, part of the reason why this movie, I think, is good, and the series, now we can say that now that the series stands, is because it's always a nice thing when somebody tries to tell a serious horror movie, a serious telling of a horror movie, grounded in mm. good acting. And again, I think she's fantastic. And that kid, you're right, dude, she and, was she was wonderful. Again, she was in, great in the first in, one, too. But she's even great in this, this case, like, it's not kind of almost even a horror movie. This is This is like a family sci-fi movie with a horror element, like the, the monsters are yeah. almost secondary to what happens in that first film. And then you get the same thing a little bit from Killian Murphy in the second one. Mm. <clears throat> and like, I got the same when he, like from the sacrifice in the first one, when he, like they come back around to the dive sign and it's the only damn sign he knows. And it suddenly becomes a thing. And but can you imagine like, <laughs> we've seen too many like mediocre horror movies that no offense to hot, mediocre actors everywhere, but replace any of those amazing moments with some random hot person that could have been in a lower budget horror movie. And it would have, it would have been cheesy and bad. Oh yeah. It would no, have, he, know, just, he nailed it. Like every, he, he nailed that's, it. that's what I'm, I'm, I'm making your point. Yeah. The, the performances yeah. in this are amazing from everyone. Yeah. I love, do you Why think, do you think, <laughs> go, 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 go. Do you think that um, everybody should have one of those incubators they put the baby in to shut them up? You just like, they just like slurp oxygen right on their mouth. <laughs> and it's like, ah, oh, baby's acting up. Time to shut this baby up. Put it in the no, suitcase. Dude, I, I, I want to tell you, like, the, the message that comes through loud and clear from this film <laughs> boys, for fuck's sake, listen to your mum. Yeah. Don't, yeah, when your yeah. mum tells you to stay in the house, don't go fucking wandering off doing your own thing. Stay in the house. You've ruined everything. Two, girls. <sighs> Kids, man. Yeah. Keep doing what you're doing. You've got this. <laughs> yeah. My oh biggest my thing, I just, I just what, I, what I felt this last thing I would say, these are John Krasinski's first directing movies, right? He's written I believe and produced so, yeah. some other things, but I think yeah, these are his first stabs at directing. Uh, so um, clearly he's skilled. He, he, we already knew he was a skilled, talented person mm. and artist in general, but it almost feels like... Um, I mean this with with nothing but respect. This is not a negative thing. It almost feels like he was given an assignment in film school, how to draw the tension out of a very simple scenario. And he proved he can do that. So I'm excited to see what he can do with more complicated scripts that are are more dynamic with with relationships and, and dialogue driven. Like I'm excited to see where where he goes with this because he's mm. he obviously showed us he has enough talent to you know to pull something like this off which is very grounded in devices uh, i think a lesser director would have, you would have felt like you were just constantly predicting the next scary moment and you don't feel like that with these or even if you do you don't mind it if, if you do yeah. feel that way and I mean, I mean all those things on their own yeah you'd notice them but there's such a connection going on between everyone on screen that right. it takes it takes the edge off that stuff and if he and gets his works. wife you, to star in every care. one of his movies, I'll be happy. Like, <laughs> I love like, it. Like, it, it, it's one of those things where it's very hard to do. You fucking care about every single person you see on screen. Even Killian Murphy. After at first, he's a bit of an asshole, oh and then God, he yeah. like he he you by the by the time we get to like the end of this film, you care if he lives or dies. Yeah. That motherfucker's eyes, man. It's so unfair. Whether he's playing Thomas Shelby or whether he's playing <laughs> Scarecrow, he has these weird eyes where they just have instant pathos. You're like, you're an asshole, you're an asshole. And then he looks like a certain way and you're like, God damn it. We talked about this with Anthony Hopkins versus Frank Langella. I saw Frank Langella do The Father on Broadway, but when it comes to the screen, you just got to put yeah. Anthony Hopkins on this camera, even if it doesn't even look, even if it looks like he memorized the lines that day. It's yeah, like you, you just put a camera me, on Anthony him. Hopkins to Skeletor. Okay, all right, all right. Anyway, uh, get out of here, Dave. I don't, I'm, where'd my phone go? I can't have to buzz you. Um, there's a really this funny story universe. about Emily Blunt from the first one is that John Krasinski wrote this, and he just didn't think that she'd be interested. But he would, he would hint to her 
So they were kind of being coy. But then he had another known actress in mind, and they've never said who that was. And I don't know if he ever actually contacted her, but when he felt like the script was ready, he was going to, and he said, all right, Emily, I'm going to do it. This is going to make it real. And then I forget if she said, wait, don't reach out to her, or if he had already reached out to her, but it was Emily Blunt's choice. John Krasinski didn't ask her. She jumped in and said, can I please do this? Mm. And what a choice. I mean, she's she's so good. I, everything, I, I love the, um, I would love to hear uh, our, our friend of the pod here, Paul Racy, talk about, because um, there's a lot of ASL, which was really cool in the first movie, you know, to be able to sign their way through this stuff. It's it's more and more, we're like, it's, it's, it's really great to see that, get represented because it's fascinating it's yeah. fascinating to watch not, not i don't mean it to say like i just i just want to observe these you know people using asl you know from afar and just sort of like clap and you know golf clap my way through it i mean like it's communication and and it's 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 a fascinating form of communication that every time i see i'm just like this this is this is so above me and it's 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 just so incredible that mm. that millicent simmons speaks so much more than i do you know what I mean? That she just—it's she's incredible. Yeah, she's incredible. Um, inversely to that, um, the sound mix of this film, yeah, yeah of, of course, course. Yeah. is also it's incredible. So like, if yeah. you can, if you can spring it, if you have a list or whatever, and it doesn't matter, go and see this in Dolby Atmos because it will like the the sound when the sound is missing, it will add that much more to it. And when the sound is there and those creatures are flying around. It's you're just gonna yeah. It's yeah. just gonna add to take it to the next level. I would recommend a Dolby Atmos screening of this one. Spring for it. He's very tasteful in his like little movie moments with the sound, where he shows the yeah. quiet town, and you don't know if it's before or after the incident, the event. Yes. <laughs> and a truck, his you find out it's his truck from the first movie comes in, and there's just like sound, and it's like. You probably would have heard the truck coming a little bit, but yeah. when it enters the frame and the sound hits, it's like one of those. But you know what? It's one of those movie oh, moments. God, that you I just think reminded was, me. It was just super. Again, fun. There's, a, there's a reason for that. Like, um, he works with sound envelopes. Like, you uh, don't hear a person until you're within their envelope, as such. Like, you go when you go into uh, Reagan's envelope, everything drops out. When you go into someone else's envelope, you get what they're perceiving. So basically, until you enter the truck's envelope, you're not getting the truck. So he he works with sound envelopes in All this, right. yeah, right. yeah. John, what were you saying? Again, it just kind of feels like that assignment kind of thing. I was saying, like, I think he he clearly showed he has the ability to do it. I, I do think there were a few moments uh, for me, and I remember feeling this way with the first one, where uh, the design and the music, which is you know a fun kind of score, it doesn't sound like music all the time. Um, where I feel like he was earning something that maybe somebody else would have taken a little more time with. And I felt like there were a few moments that he kind of rushed for me, um, all in the spirit of trying to get it in under 140, which again is fine. We love a tight horror movie. Um, so I, more than anything, as much as I appreciate these movies, I think I'm more excited to see what he does in the future than I will be to rewatch these films, if I'm being totally honest. I think he showed me that, sure. <laughs> I don't even know if that's a criticism. But, yeah, but, but, no, it was for the earlier. Uh, the the question I didn't want to interrupt you because you were making a really good point the question (laughs) I I, I feel like we should ask is do you think there'll be a third 
I think the way it ended, yes. No, no. See, this is what I'm talking about. I don't. I, he has so much talent. Let's not make him make a third Quiet Place. Let's let him I mean, keep he, going. Yeah. Well, spread then, your wings, John he won't do it. He'll do. John Lasseter did not make Cars three. He passed it off to somebody, his AD or something. You know, like yeah. So we don't need. So, so, but that means that we don't need a third, then, right? Because John, is this true, is from yeah. the mind yeah, of John Krasinski. I, right? I mean, I I would be very happy to just let these two lie and me too. Like this is a complete story. I think so. But, too. Yeah. I mean, there's. I mean, there. I feel like there is one more story because they've introduced that tribe. Sure, sure. And I feel like there's one more story to tell, but yes, I don't but know what if they, did, I don't know what if they're going to tell it. What did Walking Dead teach us? Stop when you're at a high point, right? Like, there's no. so much you can do Walking with these Dead kinds of... Walking Dead did not just... stop at a high point. They had yeah. 10 seasons of a I'm spin-off. Saying. Get the fuck out That's what, what yeah, I'm saying. What, yeah, no, no, Walking, no, Walking Dead taught us don't fake out your audience. Guys, no, that's what really I'm saying. I think, they, I, think they, I think they went too far, right? They went way too far with Guys, the, I'm, let's see what happens to the survivors. Like, I'm not hmm. I'm not saying John Krasinski and Emily Blunt are shallow. I'm just saying if you can make $100 million, <laughs> you you, t- you think about it. But that's, that's it, the thing, though. He, was, he wasn't even going to make the second year. one. Like, he was literally not even going to make the second one until he realized he had a story to tell. Look, I'm sure and Jack him, Ryan and Mary Poppins Returns is paying really well. How about well, this? But I'm just how saying, about you, this? You, you open your ears when something like that happens. All right, how about this? How about this? He, if he sits down with, I can't remember who produced this, but I can, if he sits down with the studio, I hope he says, let me make something else, and then we can talk about the third one. And I hope he does something. Oh, yeah, that's a little conversation, yes. Godfather Two kind of thing. Yeah, I want him. Yeah, exactly. I think he's earned it, and I think yeah, we as all want to see what he does not let me make Godfather Three. Oh yeah. <laughs> all right. Christ. Nobody bust me for that, really. <laughs> no. Come on, motherfucker. <laughs> I can't find my phone. Where? Oh, here it is. Yeah. Um. Anyway, somehow we didn't fun. get a gush alarm on this one today, but this we, movie's we fun. Sh- I mean, we probably should have because. I don't know about you, but I love this film. Go and see this film. I thought it was Absolutely funny. You know what, John? Maybe film. I will rewatch it, although I did not rewatch the first one for this. Maybe that's a good sign. You do I love a it. you do love a tight <sighs> movie. I could see you wanting to hit it up Dude, one day. I I rented you, a Quiet Place Part One this week. When you say it like that, it sounds dirty. No, I just don't think there are many. There are not many adult <laughs> oh dramatic films that are under one forty that are great. And I think, but name one right You're now. Right. Name one right off the top of your head that's not a animated feature. No, nope, no. can't do it. Nope, can't do okay, it. Right. No one can do it. Last one for the road. There you go. All right, thank okay. You. Uh, any other any other meat on the bones that you guys want to get to? Shout out to Jamon Honsu one more time. I'm glad that yeah. he was available for this. I do want to make just one last comment. I did go, for anyone. We, we said the movies. We we're making a joke about the SNL thing. The the Vin Diesel spin uh, uh, a sketch about how he was saying, "Welcome back to the movies." Fast fourteen yeah. is coming or whatever the fuck. Look it, it is. look it up on YouTube. Uh, at the same place you can find us. It is really funny. Yes. Yeah, I will say right. I went to a theater in the middle. I usually tried to go to the theater when I lived in New York, either in the middle of the day or late at night, because apparently assholes like to see movies in prime time. And this is what? a perfect example. I, I agree with what Dave said, but shut the fuck up when you're in a serious movie. I did have yeah. a frustrating experience with a few moments where people were just talking behind us in the middle of total quiet parts. It's like, just don't be an asshole. So as, yeah. as excited as I am that the movies are reopened, uh, I also understand why some yeah. people can't fucking stand I mean, going to the movies anymore because there are a maybe, lot of people who are rude. <laughs> maybe there's a yeah, just guys fucking behave yourself. Yeah, behave yourself. Fucking behave yourself in the movie. Go to the movie, sit down, shut up, watch the movie. Yes. All right, we'll leave it there. This is fun, guys. Go see the film. It's not going to stream anytime soon. So go to the cinema. Go see yeah. it. Midweek episode, we have, should have seen that by now, Parasite for our friend yep. Dave. I, I will promise- say, also, just as a footnote, if you are nervous about going back to a cinema at this point, I recommend a matinee because yeah, I had yeah, 
eight yeah. people yeah, yeah. in my cinema. You can like they book out this, they block out the seats next to you. Go to a matinee if you're nervous about edging yeah. back in. But yeah, definitely go to the movies. Yeah, you also get the jumps. I got the jumps and I ate people yeah. at my matinee as well. Um, all right, nice. so friends, Parasite comment, and then next week, stay tuned for In the Heights and which we might even release early because it's coming out this week and we're recording early this week. So let's see, wink, wink. I'm making that decision on behalf of our co-host here. So In the Heights and Singing in the Rain coming next week. Thank you so much for joining us, film fans. We will see you soon.